0: Hey guys, this is Coach K and you're listening to the Making Changes, Breaking Barriers podcast where we talk about you. This is about you, your mind and your path. Have you ever felt a bit lost in your week? Like you just wake up every day, do the same things over and over again and go to sleep that night with no real understanding of what the purpose of it all was? Well, I can tell you you're not alone and this can change. I'm so thankful you are here listening to this podcast because I truly believe in you and your ability to make the changes you want to see in your life. One listen, one 20 minute podcast will not be all it takes. I can tell you that for certain, but I hope you continue to tune in here and put in the time on your own to reflect on these ideas and tips, that constant dedication and commitment to self growth, to your mind, to your life is an awesome first step on this journey of change. So let's dive into today's podcast, five steps to align your actions with your values for a more purposeful life. So I think a lot of people, when they think about change and when they think about people who are really invested in self-development, almost immediately assume that those people are unhappy. They assume that these people who are focused on themselves and the people who are putting in the hard work to grow I mean, there must be something wrong with them, right? There must be something really wrong with their life. Is their marriage falling apart? Is their career not going well? I mean, maybe it's the kids. Maybe the kids are driving them absolutely crazy. Since I was young, I've always loved reading, listening to, and just learning more about myself, why I do the things I do and why others do the things they do. And other people, I think this came across a little weird, like especially in my early years. And to their credit, I think I probably was a little weird. I mean, if you ask my college roommate and still really good friend, she would attest to that. But anyways, I recently went back and I scrolled through my Facebook posts from my freshman year of college. And if you've ever done this, gone back and read things you've written like ten years prior, it's a very enlightening and strange and embarrassing activity, but nonetheless, I did it. And I swear to you on October 14th, 2009, I posted, it's like wishing for rain when you stand in the desert. Like, Christina, what? And by the way, that didn't even have quotes around it. So maybe I just came up with that in my own little 18 year old Christina brain. I'm not really sure. But another quote I found was on December 25th, 2010, I posted on Facebook, believe when others might not quote, to be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you everybody but yourself means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight and never stop fighting, end quote, E.E. Cummings. So maybe I was starting to get a little bit more sophisticated with my posts until well, I thought so until I saw the first comment on there, which said, whoa, love this quote. I got it memorized. It was in One Tree Hill season one. And I realized I really loved One Tree Hill at that time. So I probably got it from there. So maybe not totally sophisticated yet. But anyways, you get my point. I was a little weird and a little deep. And I want to debunk this right here. And now though, just because someone is invested in themselves, just because someone focuses on growth and self-development does not mean something is wrong it could mean this, but the two are not mutually exclusive. It simply could mean they want to grow, right? There's the quote, the more we learn, the more we realize how little we know. So I think when we start going down this path of self-development, we really start realizing how little we know about ourselves. And this is so intriguing, right? Like as humans, we are so complex, Every little thing from the moment we come into this world has shaped who we are today. We truly will never be able to understand ourselves completely, but I do think that spending time in our mind, really being mindful of our thoughts, our feelings, actions, and words can allow us to have a bit more control over what our future looks like. And in addition to that, that mindfulness also allows us to live in a world where we can understand our impact on others to a greater extent and hopefully forge a path that allows us to have a more positive impact on others, which I assume all of us want to do, right? The impact we have on others is important. Before we ever even get into the steps to align your actions with your values. This commitment to self-development and growth is so important because it really does take a lot of work to grow and change. So this gets us right into the first step to align your actions with your values for a more purposeful life. So number 1, be certain of your values. So values similar to your purpose and your meaning really do not change much over our lifetime. Can they change? Absolutely, but Do they change similar to how our life changes around us every day? No. And this is a really important distinction to understand. So in the last 10 years, I've gone from being a college athlete who spent the majority of my time thinking about how I could be better at my sport, to being a graduate student whose primary focus was on my academics, to a dog mom who now had a little fur baby to take care of and love. To a college basketball coach, to a girlfriend and wife, to a personal trainer, and so on and so on, right? I've held a lot of identities in the past 10 years, and my priorities have changed and shifted a lot in that time. But have I changed my values much? Not really, okay? Then and now, I value growth, I value family, and I value pleasure. Have I always known that these things are my values? No. So understanding what you value and really feeling confident enough to say your values out loud is so important. When you meet someone for the first time and they ask, tell me something about yourself. Do you have enough confidence in your values to say, well, one way to truly describe myself is to tell you the three things I value, growth, family, and pleasure. This really takes some time to come to terms with and to feel confident about. So if you're sitting here listening, thinking, well, I don't even really know what my values are. So how am I supposed to align my actions with my values? That's okay. All right. Give yourself some grace. Be patient with yourself. There are a lot of questions and reflection moments we can ask ourselves and put ourselves through to really come to an understanding of what we value. But like anything else, this does take work and it does take time and intentional effort. Okay. Okay. So the second step to align your actions with your values for a more purposeful life is to prepare to fail and prepare to learn. So I have this mountain analogy, right, where your mountain is your purpose and your meaning and the trail up the mountain to the peak is the process. When we are aligning our actions with our values, A process-oriented approach, an approach where we are more focused on learning versus results, can really help us stay on the path longer, which leads to more long-lasting and bigger results in the end. So imagine yourself standing at the lowest elevation point of your mountain, okay? You're at the lowest elevation point of your mountain and you're not looking up at the tip of your mountain. You're really not really paying much attention to the peak at all, but instead you're mapping out the route that you're going to take to get there. So this reminds me of the movie free solo. If you've never seen it prepare to be blown away, but there's a part of the movie where Alex Honnold is doing just that he's standing at the bottom of the mountain mapping out his route and it's really cool the movie producers created graphics where they were drawing lines up the mountain showing the different routes he could take to free solo the mountain as fast as possible right and one route might take x amount of time and another route might be a little faster and another one might be a little slower but it was a really great visual of this okay A process-oriented person, a person who is preparing themselves to learn, is going to see this mountain for every little challenge and every little win that is along the way. This includes every failure that happens along the way as well, okay? When we prepare ourselves to fail, we are expecting failure. We know at some point things will not go our way. Believe me, if you're on this journey for the long haul, at some point, things will not go your way. You will fail. Maybe this isn't like a massive failure where everything just gets totally destructed, but there will be small moments where something just doesn't go as planned. And when we prepare ourselves for this and prepare ourselves to learn from it, we will be able to pick ourselves right back up and continue along our path. Okay. So prepare to fail and prepare to learn. All right, next step, number three, acknowledge your assets and liabilities. I feel like this word acknowledge here is super important. Notice how I'm not saying boast about your assets and dwell on your liabilities. Part of being mindful and self-aware is just having this acknowledgement or acceptance of this is where I am now. One of my favorite authors, Mel Robbins, said it really well. She said, I want you to consider you have two lives. You have the one that you're living right now, and you have the one that you're about to create. And moving into that life that you're about to create requires that you understand the life that you're living right now. So there are four questions you should be able to answer. I'm gonna go through these questions quickly. So if you have a piece of paper in front of you, that's great. Maybe a computer, you can write a note. If not, maybe you can come back to these questions when you're able to do so, all right? But I really think you should be able to answer these four questions. So number one is what are your current strengths? Number two, what are your current weaknesses? Number three, what are your current distinctive strengths? And what do I mean by distinctive strengths? These are your strengths that you have been really good at for a long time, right? They're the things that you feel very comfortable doing at this point. So these feel almost different than your just current strengths. These are your distinctive strengths. You've had these for a long time. You've almost to an extent mastered whatever this is. And then lastly, what are your enduring dispositions? This means what are the things that may just be an aspect of who you are at this point in your life, but they sometimes get in your way and cause you to be less effective than you could be otherwise. Okay. So this is, again, just maybe something that's part of you. You've had for a long time. Maybe it is a weakness. It gets in the way at times, but it's different than a current weakness. Okay. These are your enduring dispositions. Once we're able to answer those four questions, once we're able to acknowledge our assets and our liabilities, now we're able to actually take the next steps in distinguishing the gaps. So what are the gaps between my true self and my desired self, right? The life that I'm living right now and the life that I want to create. Remember, this is one of our lives, right? The life that we're living right now. And we have to be honest about this. This is so key. This is one of the biggest things I say to clients when I start working with them. This process is going to take a lot of honesty. I was driving from Cape Cod to Boston after a friend's wedding. This was maybe like six or seven years ago. So a while, but I have this very distinct memory in my memory bank. And I remember almost needing to pull over on this drive. I was by myself because so many tears started coming out of my eyes. I was really crying. Like this was a very powerfully sad moment for me. And I realized later that I was having one of these moments where I wasn't being honest with myself, okay? I was having one of these time periods, I should say, where I wasn't being honest with myself. I was not being honest with myself about how I was treating some of the people in my life. I was wanting certain things from these relationships and I was not respecting the boundaries that were being put up. And I think I felt a lot of shame in this moment that the feelings I was having were not being reciprocated. And in that moment on my drive, I think it all hit me that I was lying to myself about my actions. I was lying to myself about my thoughts and my feelings. And as soon as I had that moment of honesty, where it really hit me that, hey, you've been being a bad friend. And hey, you can be a better friend moving forward. It was just like so emotional, right? But that moment of honesty and acknowledging my shortcomings really put me in a better path moving forward where I was able to just be a better person for myself and the people around me. Once we are honest with ourselves about the life we are living right now, we're able to start creating the life we want to live moving forward. So that was number three, acknowledge your assets and liabilities. The fourth step to align your actions with your values is think small. I feel like I'm probably saying a lot of things that just seem so backwards, but bear with me here. When we start taking actions towards something new, towards our mountain peak, it's so easy to go all in all at once. What do you feel anytime you start something new, especially something you've chosen to pursue? Just pure motivation and excitement, right? Back when I was coaching college basketball, I saw this a lot. Bless their hearts. I loved all the young women I worked with, but so many times I would have an end of the season meeting with a player. And we would generally do these two to four weeks after the season was over. So a bit of time in between for them to rest and recover and start to visualize what they wanted their next season of college basketball to look like. And so we would have these meetings and I would start asking them questions like, what are your goals for next season? What do you want to work on this off season to improve? What is your plan of action this summer to improve? And of course, What can I do to help? And there would just be so much here, right? I wanna do this and that. And I have this trainer I'm gonna work with and these open gyms to go play in. And I'm gonna do this with my nutrition and so on and so on, right? There was so much there. There was so much motivation and excitement, right? And guess how often that happened? Pretty rarely. But why, right? There was so much excitement and so much motivation. And a lot of the time, that motivation came from some sort of shortcoming that happened in the previous season. They didn't get the playing time they wanted. They didn't score as many points as they wanted. The team didn't win as many games as they wanted. And you would think in this case, motivation coming from not getting what you wanted, that it would be even more motivation or fuel to make a change, to put in the effort and time required. But what happens to motivation with time? I will tell you what doesn't happen. It does not stay steady and it does not gradually increase. In order to make real, lasting, sustainable change, we need to create habits. And in order to create habits, we need to take things nice and slow and steady. Focus on one small change at a time. Maybe your mountain peak is that you want to change careers right? You want to do something on a daily basis that both makes you money and you love. You want to do something every day you're passionate about, right? I get this. Okay. That makes sense. Awesome. I want this for you too. So what should your first action be? Go from spending zero time on this new idea to let's say 40 hours a week on top of your current job and all your other responsibilities. How long do you think you can truly make that last? Right? Right. What if you dedicated just 30 minutes per day on this new idea after even just one year, which really is not that much time in the big scheme of things, you would have spent just shy of 200 hours on this new idea. That is a great start and also super sustainable, right? Start small. Okay. Real change takes real time. And I'm a firm believer in small steps make big changes, So lastly, guys, the last thing I will say about aligning your actions with your values for a more purposeful life is to number five, celebrate changes. When you start off on this journey, this journey of your mountain, you will see change. Will that change be your end goal? No, right? That is the point of the path and the process is that it is the path and the process, right? It's not the end goal. But along the way, along your path, you will see change. And should you celebrate that change? Hell yes, you should, right? We never know what is going to happen next, guys. We can control what we can control, but there's so much that is always out of our control. So when we get a chance to celebrate something, I really hope you can take full advantage of that. If you want to start your own business and you put time and effort into that, when you make your first $1, I hope you frame that thing and pop a bottle of champagne if that's what you're into. Okay. Does making $1 mean you can quit your day job? No, maybe not. Probably not. But is it one more dollar than you had the day before? And is that one more dollar than you would have had if you never made the decision to start putting time and effort into something that you are passionate about and that you feel is part of your purpose? To me and I hope to you, that is a hundred percent worth celebrating. All right, people, changing your path will not be easy. It will be challenging. I will say that over and over again, but it will be worth it. All right, so I'll ask you to do a self-check today. Are you on your path up your mountain? And if not, what path are you on?